Welcome, sexy ladies and handsome gentlemen of the Bulls and Queens Nation. Get ready for another B&Q experience. On today's episode, we are going to talk with a gentleman who has been a BBC bull, a big black cock bull for 25 years. And this episode is brought to you by Spades Magazine, which is a magazine dedicated to queens of spades and bulls all across the world. You can find it at thespadeslife.com. Now here goes that sexy introduction. You are now listening to the Bulls and Queens podcast. Where we have sexy fun exploring the lifestyle and swinging exploits of black bulls, queens of spades, cuckold fantasies, open relationships, seductive interracial encounters, and other kinky shenanigans that are sure to get you off. In a very good way. So get ready, ladies, and make sure you take notes, gentlemen, because here is your host, that super sexy bald black man candy, Doc Chocolate. All right, we are back. Thank you, thank you for that. Welcome. So, on today's episode, we are going to talk to a BBC bull who has been doing this for the better part of a quarter century. Oh my God, that is some type of longevity. All right. But I want y'all to go ahead and rate us, review us, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us your best five star rating. I will love you to death if you do that. And let me go ahead and read one of our latest five star reviews. So that comes from BC2. BWWC podcast and it states mind blown at grateful cuck here wanting to make sure that this man gets the much earned respect for an awesome educational and entertaining podcast keep it up five plus stars all the way that's what I'm talking about. Thank you at Grateful Cuck. God bless you. I love you. I appreciate you, my man. And keep on keeping on out there wherever in the world you are located at. And y'all, go ahead and leave us your best five-star review. Also, get a free copy of your free ebook, which is my gift to you, which is called The Bulls and the Queens Survival Guide to the Lifestyle Fun. It's for bulls, queens, cucks, stags, and vixens, and you will absolutely love it. So, without further ado, let's get to that interview. Hello, everybody. It is your man, that guy with the semi-large BBC, Doc Chocolate, coming from you at you in Las Vegas, Nevada. And today I have a very special guest. 
I have Mr. Lopez. And Lopez, are you there, my man? Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. So, Lopez, tell the people who you are. Give us, like, a quick 15-second elevator pitch on who is the man, the myth, and the legend of Lopez. Well, I'm just a... Uh, average guy that, that has done uncommon things and traveled the world and I just managed to document my past and experiences in audio and video and I share it online you know that's, that's pretty much who I am that's pretty much been my uh, my background and my experiences I just put it out there so people can learn from it Nice, nice. And so, ladies and gents, uh, Lopez is being a little bit conservative about uh, describing himself. So this man is a BBC bull located out of you're in uh, Raleigh, right? Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. All right. Charlotte, North Carolina. So he is probably a Carolina Panthers fan and he's hoping that they get Deshaun Watson to the team. <laughs> so those of you guys who are listening, you guys can probably figure out what t uh, date we recorded this. But anyways, like Lopez has, okay, l let me go ahead and give him the introduction. This man is a bull that has been in the lifestyle for 25 years. So almost a quarter century. He has been going across this world, across the land from the east to the west, from the south to the north, just slanging dick left and right on the streets and in between the sheets. <laughs> That's who Lopez is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, a, it's been a very interesting ride, I would say. <laughs> so, veteran of the game. So, so uh, Lopez, tell us a little bit about how you actually got into the lifestyle. So, everybody wants to hear your journey. And uh, the funny thing with Lopez, you guys, I will actually put a picture of him because uh, he's uh, cool with his his face out there in the public, but he looks a lot younger than what he really is. I was thinking he was in his early thirties and he was telling me, Oh no, I'm like 48 or something like that. And I was like, wow, uh, black don't crack. Does it? But <laughs> anyways, <laughs> tell us how you got started as a bull in the lifestyle. Well, at the time I was in Japan, I was in the military and I used to go to a lot of parties and uh I went to a, a good friend uh birthday party and you know I was just there just having a good time just having fun like like most people do when they go to like parties and clubs and everything like that and this guy approached me and uh said his wife liked me and she wanted to uh spend time with me and I said, I responded back. I said, well, that's cool, but what do you want me to do with that, about that? And uh, he said, hey, she wants to spend time with you. And I was like, well, I just got here. I'm not going anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. So he said, uh, so he gave me his card. And, of course, I didn't call, you know. <laughs> so a couple, 
probably a month goes by. We were at the same spot, this different day. And he approaches again, you know, and his wife was with him at the time. And he said the well, same thing. Hey, my wife wants to spend some time with you and get to know you or whatever. And uh, on that day, I ended up going back to their house and, you know, we did our thing. And like, and like they always say, the rest is history. Okay. Now, when he told you, hey, Lopez, I want you to spend some time with my wife. Did you know what that meant? Or were you kind of confused? Were you like, all right, what does this time mean? Like, actually, no, I I was kind of confused. I kind of, uh, I kind of blew it off because, you know, in the military, things, things move kind of fast. It's really a fast environment. So, I kind of blew it off, and at the time, you know, I just get, I just got there. I had my drink, and I was chilling with my buddies. So, I was like, you know, I'll, I mean, just, I'll get, I'll get back to you later, you know, because I was like, I don't know, you know, I don't really know, I didn't really understand where he was coming from. So mm-hmm. I blew it off at the time. Okay. Okay. So like, I mean, did he like just, you know, flat out say, Hey, Lopez, I want you to fuck my wife. No, he didn't say it like that. He said, (laughs) he said, my wife want to spend some time with you and get to know you. Okay. I didn't really, I didn't really know what that meant. You know, I didn't really know how to take that. Uh, But you knew, you knew he wanted uh, some, uh, some freakiness beneath the sheets type of action though. Yeah. Did you kind of? Yeah, but but to what extent? I didn't really put too much thought into it at the time. Okay, because I know with a lot of bulls, and obviously I'm a bull as well. When you're first getting into it, and I can speak for myself, when I was thinking, I, I could understand uh, swapping, right? I could understand swinging, right? So I come in with my yeah. wife. And then, like, let's say I meet up with you and you got your wife. All right. So you get with my wife. I get with your wife. I could understand that. Right. So yeah. uh, I think everybody has heard of that uh, f- for the longest. Right. But what I couldn't wrap my thoughts around Lopez was, hey, a dude just wants me to bang his wife and that's it. And like, I'm not reciprocating anything to him. He just wants me to come in. And I, and initially when I was like a, uh, a bull rookie or a bull virgin, if I could say that, I was like, well, why, why would you want me to come in and fuck your wife? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the beginning, you know, I was so naive, you know, I didn't know, I didn't even know a lifestyle existed. You know, I, I was mm-hmm. just thinking this is just how some people get down in their relationship. You know, so I didn't even I didn't even know that there were uh, like groups or communities or any of that. I just I didn't know. Just all I knew is I was in the Navy and uh, I was in Japan having a good time with my buddies and we were partying and we were meeting a bunch of women. And how how they came in is, you know, how they came in, and we did what we did, and and that was it. Yeah, and that makes sense because this is like what around the late nineties, would you say? 
Right, this is like 96. 96. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, this is like 96. And I mean, if memory serves me correctly, uh, I, I remember I was still in high school. I was like a junior in high school and we barely had the internet back then. So, exactly. a, yeah. So a lot of these connections and these groups, you know, yeah, you can find groups of people of pretty much any type of niche online. But back then, you know, it's like, Hey, what the hell is this? So, and I exactly. imagine, you know, back then you, you were super young too, right? You're like, what, 18 or 19, I would assume. No, I was uh, 20. Oh, you're 20. Okay. Yeah, I was 20, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. So, like, after that first experience with the guy when you were in the Navy, I mean, how long was it before you hooked up with your second, your third, your fourth people or ladies? <sighs> okay, um, after, well, I got out in 2000. And uh, the n- next uh woman I met next couple I met was uh two thousand and two. And this was uh I was online at at this time and they had back then they had these uh Yahoo groups and then you had um Plenty of Fish was kind of was was on the rise back then in the early two thousands. So mm-hmm. I met uh you know same you know the same uh type of vibe you know uh, this woman says well actually it was a guy that it was, he he had the, he, the profile was set up like a woman with a woman and everything and all the details or whatever but the guy was sending me the message and he said hey you know i get off on seeing my wife with another man or whatever same scenario basically and first i thought i'm like oh whatever dude i thought he was just you know bs right and then <laughs> yeah. um and then uh, he said uh, he sent me his phone number. So at the time, I'm in Charlotte at the time, and mm-hmm. he said he was in Salisbury, which is about uh, I guess a thirty minute drive. So I said, "Hey, if you're serious, give me a call." You know. <laughs> so you know, but he but he sent me his number instead. So I called the number and um. He said, "Hey, we we can meet up. We'll meet you in the university area. We'll meet you in Charlotte. You don't have to come down here." So we ended up meeting in uh, at this bar called Boardwalk Billy's, and uh, it's like one Sunday afternoon. And uh, his wife was a uh, was a Filipina. Okay. And uh, mm, nice. He, I like Filipinas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was uh he think he was in his forties. He's an older white okay. guy at the time. And they were cool. And um we hooked up probably what two weeks later and that lasted that relationship lasted for like a year. Oh nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. And that's great because uh because how long does the average relationship uh, last like for you. So you find a couple. Like, how long does it typically last for you? On average. Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, being that I moved around a lot over the past twenty years, I would say about a year and a half, two years. Again, two years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
And that's actually really, really good, you know, and I think for me personally, I, I get a lot of people that come in from out of town, right, to Vegas. And so, yeah, uh, yeah you know, so they'll come back, uh, and, uh, you know, every once in a blue moon to Vegas, but it's always good to have that. I don't want to say a repeat customer, but to just have that uh, relationship built with somebody that's like in your own hometown and, you yeah. know, you can meet up maybe once a month, twice a month, whatever it is. And, you know, you know them, they know you, you know what to expect. You know, it's not like a new scenario every time. So, I mean, there's something to, to that, to, to foster relationships. Hey, sexy ladies and guys out there, pardon the interruption, but I had to ask you this question. Do you all love queens of spades like I do? Seeing all those sexy ass women makes me go crazy. And I know it makes you go crazy too. Well, guess what? My friend Drew Marston has a magazine that is dedicated to queen of spades and it's called Spades Magazine. Spades Magazine has exclusive interviews with real-life queens of spades, black bulls, and the hottest interracial kink content anywhere. It comes out bi-monthly, and it has the hot, steamy content that you can't find anywhere else. You'll be able to see queens such as Adrena Cuckoldress, Rebecca's Office, Secret Playwife, The Sexy Venus Cuckoldress, Everybody's Grandma I Like to Fuck, Seek a Black, and more. So check it out right now at thespadeslife.com. That's thespadeslife.com. And if that site isn't up, go to Twitter right now and go to at Spades Magazine. That's Twitter on at Spades Magazine. And make sure that you tell Drew that I sent you. Now, back to the show. So, Lopez, what is your favorite type of couple or lady to connect with in the lifestyle? Man, that's a good question. I found that um, I prefer long-term relationships with uh, people in where I live, in the town or the city where I live. And um, I just, I just, I like to uh, kind of have the the dynamic that you would that you would have in a vanilla relationship where you you meet the woman and you date and you. You know, going places, you go out of town or whatever, with the exception. Now, I don't, I don't, I don't mind interested in meeting your, your, your family, your sister, your brother. Hey, guess who's coming to dinner? You ever watch that movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that dynamic where we can get to know each other and, and, uh, hopefully have some type of chemistry and, you know, and you know, get into activities together. I like that dynamic versus the you know the hookup every once in a while, or you know just uh, the booty calls type situation. Uh, I don't. I prefer not. I prefer long term relationships. That's uh That's what I prefer. Yeah, and I'm that. I'm exactly that same type of way, Lopez. I like. I don't mind a booty call every now and then. But 
I would prefer to just have, you know, a relationship where it's like, hey, I, yeah, I know you, you know me, we're good. You know, yeah, you, you don't need to invite me over to Thanksgiving Day dinner. You don't need to <laughs> introduce me to the in-laws or anything like that. <laughs> but, yeah, it's something where it's stable, you know. I, yeah. I, I, I couldn't, like, be more like you in that aspect. So, so how do you typically find play partners? I know beforehand you said that at the turn of the century and millennium, you were using plenty of fish and using old Yahoo groups. Like, yeah. how do you do it nowadays? Now, man, um, I would say, man, the best way to go to swimming clubs, man. Like, like you know, I went to trapeze when I when I lived in Atlanta. And um, when I went there, when I went there, I met other people that, hey, maybe they weren't feeling me, but may, some of them say, hey, you know, I got somebody that, that maybe you can meet. Y'all, y'all might hit it off, whatever, you know. And the Internet is cool. You know, like there's a lot of, uh, you know, lifestyle sites that um, it, you know, it works. It might work, but it just, see, the Internet is, it just depends on where you live the town, how your profile set up, you know, because there's certain places you might have the same profile. And if you move to a, like uh, a bigger city from a smaller town, you might not get much response at all. But if you move to a, but if you live in a big city, but you move to a small town, your response might be different. So I would say just meeting people in person, man, it's like, you can't you can't beat that, you know. That's that's pretty much uh, the best advice I can give. That makes sense. So basically, what you're saying is, like, let's say you have a profile on Adult Friend Finder, or you have a profile on Fat Life, or something like that, right? And yeah. you're in Charlotte, and then you move to Houston, and you you haven't changed anything about your profile. All the pictures are the same the the word and the description and the introduction about yourself is the same. It's just you change from Charlotte, North Carolina to Houston, Texas, and like the amount of traffic you get to your dating profile like cuts in half. Yeah, yeah, because you know people have more options in a bigger city. Yeah. So you know, like like when I was in um when I went back home for a couple of months, I'm I'm from you know Georgetown, South Carolina. I got more responses back home than anywhere, you know, nice. and I'm in a town where it's like, what, 50,000 people. And I'm getting the responses from the next town over, you know, it's like probably what, 30, 40 minute drive. And so it just, a lot of time it just depends on the town because, you know, the small town is this, the pickings is slim. So yeah, that's, that's usually how it go, man. But at the same time, those were some of the best relationships I've ever built. Were for the smaller towns. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And you, you know, and it does make sense because yeah, it's basically, uh, it's basically the economics right there. You know, supply and demand. I mean, so yeah. you go to a smaller town and you're more in demand because the supply is low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> so shoot. I love that, man. So, all right. So, w- what are the things, Lopez, that 
you would say that cuckold couples or hot wives, stag, vixen couples, what do you think are some things that they should know if they want to connect with a bull to make it a better and an easier time for all the parties that are taking part in that relationship? That's a good one. I think people, I think uh, both sides should uh, say what they want, say what they're looking for. You know, and if it, uh, y'all and y'all not vibing, you should, should, should just be honest. You know, you should, you know, don't, don't try and force it. Don't try to, you know, some people say, well, let's take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, don't, like, don't do that. I think you, both sides should be honest and say what they want, what they're looking for. And if they're not feeling it with the other person, just say so and just, you know, go your separate ways. That's what I think, you know? Yeah. And you know what? And I think in theory, that does make sense because, yeah, yeah, I've heard of it too, you know, take one for the team. And (laughs) I'd say just my two cents in there, I agree with that. But then in reality, like, it's hard for two people to connect with two other people, right? So, and oh, yeah. I'm taking this out of the, you know, uh, out of the cuckold lifestyle and just talking about stray swinging, right? And so, I think usually us guys, we're we're pretty much down for whatever, <laughs> for the most part, right? Yeah. And I mean, part, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I got my standards and everything, but uh, women, they typically have much, much higher standards than us guys. And so yeah. one thing that I let my wife know was because uh, we, we would have difficulties finding uh, couples because uh, she didn't want to. She just had like whatever, like, eh, I don't want to get with that person, blah, 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 right? Even though, you know, dude was totally handsome and whatnot, but whatever. And so anyways, I just said, hey, you find a couple and I don't care what the lady looks like. I mean, I mean, just make sure she don't look like a gremlin now. You know, I mean, hopefully she ain't looking like Shrek over there. But as I don't care what the lady looks like. Like, you get a guy that you vibe with that looks good and he just makes you, makes you a little bit wet down there. And I said, I will take one for the team. I will be the water boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I can see, I can see that that dynamic play out, you know, because I've um, met some hot wives that have, you know, unbelievable expectations, and I'm just me listening to them. I said, no, I'm not gonna be able to live up to all of that. So, so but yeah, <laughs> well, I can like see, what type of expectations? Like, uh, she wanted uh, her husband to join in. You know, like, 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 like touching me. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. What type of touching? Like, he was like, she wanted me, the guy to be by the, the BBC to be bisexual. I said, oh, no, that's, that's definitely, definitely not me. You, you, know? you, you said she, she wanted the BBC to be what? She wanted me, she wanted her husband to give me head along with her at the same oh. time. Oh. <laughs> 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 Lopez was like, hold up. Wait. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, and, and, and I love it. And I mean, that's just you 
having your standards. And I think that's a missing component with uh, men and bulls. And I think sometimes bulls think that they need to take whatever, right? And it's like, yeah. okay, well, you know, I'm a guy. And so this is a woman and that's a couple. And I'm lucky to have this type of scenario happen. And I just got to go with whatever. But the truth is you as a bull should have some standards. And if there's something that you feel uncomfortable with or you don't want to do, then you just don't do it. You know, and I mean, there's been plenty of times where, you know, I've done uh, said no to things that I didn't want to do. And I mean, I said it politely. Uh, And then there's other times where, you know, a couple wanted me to do something. And I was like, "Eh, yeah, I don't really want to do it. But I did it anyways. And, you know, just like, yeah, this sucks. Right. And so, yeah. uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad that you you held on to your standards. So, so Bulls, remember, just say no. (laughs) <laughs> no means no. <laughs> Especially if he, she comes up behind you with a peg. But uh, <laughs> it's it, it's funny. I was uh, interviewing with another lady uh, a few weeks ago. I think it was Duchess Cashmere. And I was telling her a story about a lady who I met way back in the day. And she wanted to meet up with me and take a... Uh, one of those electric things. Uh, what are those electric things that you you shock people with? It's a self defense oh. weapon. Uh, oh god, I, I know what you're talking. I know what you're talking about. I don't forget. Yeah, the shoot. Damn, I forgot what it is. Come on, come on, you people that are listening to the podcast right now, tell us what it is. <laughs> the electric thing that you hold in your hand and you shock somebody with it. Oh, uh, stun gun. Stun gun. Yeah, yeah, stun gun. Stun gun. So, yeah, she had a stun gun or uh, whatever the smaller thing was, right? And so yeah. she was just like, uh, she, she was calling me daddy. She's like, daddy, I just want to, and it was a little black girl, right? And she was like, uh, uh, I just want to uh, place this on your balls. And like, when you place it on your balls, it'll make you come right away. And at that time, man, I was like, I wasn't even lifestyle back then. I was just like a 19-year-old, you know, dumb motherfucker out there right and uh and i think she was like 18 or whatever right so don't ask me how the hell she got into you know using stun guns on motherfuckers nuts back when she's 18 but whatever and so anyways man and i was thinking in my head i was like well that sounds kind of painful i don't think i should have electricity go across (laughs) my testicles because i may not be able to have no kids in the future <laughs> so I was like, that was a very, very hard no for me. <laughs> You're right. So, all right, man. So, Lopez, what's the craziest time you had in the lifestyle? Crazy in a good way or a bad way? Uh, shoot, give me both. Oh, well, I think the best time is when I um, met, I have a good friend that live in Atlanta. She's she's a little older than me. She took me to a house party and there were couples there and uh, probably like 50 people, 50, I'm going to say probably 50 people there. And um, we, we, she made me comfortable. It, it, it felt like, like I knew everybody. That's how comfortable it felt. So man, that that turned to like a half of the, I would say half of the house that turned like an or to like an orgy, 
And the other half was like couples. And that, that was probably the best experience ever. I had like, you know, I had, well, of course I had her because she brought me there. <laughs> so it was her and this <laughs> other woman. <laughs> she wasn't going to let me go like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's probably that, the house party, uh, that she took me to. That's probably the best experience I've ever had. Um, and the worst experiences I ever had were like, what, what, I think two, like two, so-called house parties. I don't even really call them uh, parties, really, because end up, you know, I found one, uh, one of those on the one party on the on the internet, and uh, I, I sent the guy my phone number, and he called, and uh, he uh, said, "Hey, it's going to be at this address or whatever," and, and like next month, and probably like a week prior to, uh, he sent me. Uh, uh, message saying, "Hey, address change," and you know I'm new in Atlanta at the time, so I didn't really know the my way around like that. And mm-hmm. turns out, turns out, man, it, it ended up being an old uh, uh, business uh, suite warehouse, and <laughs> and I'm and I'm driving there, and there's nothing out here, you know, there's nothing out here, and I'm thinking I'm at the wrong spot. Turn uh, and I saw a couple cars, and this guy ran out and said, "Hey, p- park over here." And I went up in there, and basically they had like two the five women that they paid to be there, and you had couples just walk in and walk out if they don't see anything they like. So oh, that was man. that was probably the worst experience I ever had. Really, it wasn't really wasn't really all. It was too many guys that. I'm talking like you have it's like I think it was like four women and you had like fifteen guys. You know? <laughs> so, it was kinda like a kinda had a, like a gangbang feel to it, huh? Yeah. I I only I ended up staying for like an hour and I left. I I got drunk <laughs> a beer and I just left, man. And the <laughs> other party the other party I went to, it was just like that. But a, but a different location by different people having, yeah. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So yeah, you do get your good, your bad, and the ugly all mixed into one, don't you? Yeah, unfortunately, I guess you you can't you can't have them all good times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. You know, and that's just part of the journey. You know, so. So, Lopez, if there's a young dude up here that's listening, or hell, even an old dude, and they are a rookie to being a bull, what would be, like, your one key piece of advice to tell them, hey, brother, this is how you become a good bull in the lifestyle? I would say um, try to meet somebody else that's that's in the lifestyle like you can um you know hopefully go like use some of these um swinger sites or these lifestyle sites go on there and try to connect with people and hopefully you meet somebody on there that's that's been around has been in the lifestyle for a while you know or go to the swing swinging clubs swinging clubs in your area now if you're in a small town I mean, you might have to drive a little distance or whatever, you know, but I would say try to meet people that's in the lifestyle, 
because, you know, they can kind of show you the ropes, you know, and they can introduce you to other people as well, you know, because even if they're not feeling you like that, maybe one of their friends would. So that's if I had to do it all over again, I would take that approach instead of just trying to wing it and figure it out on your own out here, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know that can be frustrating at times. Yeah, because you don't know, you know, you don't know what to think. You, you know, you kind of like, you know, you kind of like playing it by, <laughs> by the minute, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. And like, you know, if you might, if, let's like, if you show up at a party, you don't really know what to expect when you get there. You know, mm-hmm. you don't really know. You don't really know if it's a good party, a bad party. You don't know how things are really supposed to go, you know? So that's, that's why I say it's good to, try to meet somebody that's that's in the lifestyle that's kind of been around and hopefully the, the person that you meet is, is in your local area as well because if they're in the lifestyle and if they're in your local area there's a good chance that they know people that that have like house parties you know or, or parties of that nature or something like that you know yeah definitely definitely and so Lopez, thank you for coming on the podcast today. And there are going to be people out there and they want to connect with you. And couples, ladies, Lopez is in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hence, hence, hence. But anyways, what's the best way folks could get in contact with you, Lopez? You can just follow me on Twitter. If you type in my first name, I'll I'll spell it. It's L-O-P-A-Z-E. If you type if you type my first name in on Twitter, I, I should pop up. All right. So uh spell that one more time, Lopez. L O P A Z E. Z as in zebra. All right. So just go on Twitter, you guys, and just put Lopez down, right? So it's not spelled like it sounds, it's L like a Larry O. P like a Paul, A, Z as a zebra, E as an eagle. And he's like Beyonce or Britney. They just go by one name or Oprah. You know, on Twitter, he's just Lopez. (laughs) I was like, man, I love that. Lopez. (laughs) And the lead to connect with this brother is going to be in the show notes as well. So, all right. So Mr. Lopez, thank you for being on the bulls and the queens podcast. You were awesome. My brother. All right. Thanks for having me, man. Yes, sir. You're very welcome. And ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you hit up my website at bullsandqueens.com and make sure you get your free gift, the Bulls and the Queens Survival Guide to the Lifestyle. It is for free. Just put in your name and your email address and make sure you leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and rate us, review us, and subscribe. So until next time, Bulls, Queens, and Cucks, Y'all stay sexy out there. Thank you for listening to everybody's favorite black man candy, Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast. If you would like Doc Chocolate to help you host your next fun and kinky private party, or you want info on his next monthly Las Vegas Bulls and Queens play party, 
Or you'd like to have him pose as a nude or semi-nude model for your next girls' night out or bachelorette party? Make sure you go to www.bullsandqueens.com right now and fill out the form on the website to contact Doc. Again, that's www.bullsandqueens.com. Until next time, bulls, queens, and cucks, stay sexy.